Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want that to blame anything else but the negative on this show. What's going on? What's going on? It's your man, Cassandra Williams, once again with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. First, I got to always thank y'all for everything you've done supporting the podcast, especially thank you for last week supporting me and my wife's first podcast. I, man, it was, it was, uh, it was a beautiful thing. You don't know, un- you don't understand the accomplishments, the accomplishment of that. Um, it, yeah, yeah, probably say Cash, you do a lot of podcasts anyway, but that one was very special to me. It was something me and my wife been trying to get together for about three years, close to three years. And and it, it's just a triumph of where we were. If you follow me, if you've been following me these past two years, you know where I was when I started this podcast to where I am now. So you could understand and appreciate where we've come to the point where me and my wife are on such a great place that now we can help others through relationship. Now, of course, I have my personal problems and stuff, but also, as you know, have problems within my marriage that my mental health and what I went through caused. And we've gotten through that. And it's a beautiful thing for us to be able to sit as life coaches now, both of us certified life coaches to help people in relationships because we've been through ups and downs. We've been through the ugliness and seen the most ugly part of us, you know, so it was a great accomplishment for for that podcast to happen, and check it out tomorrow. Uh, when this post will be tonight, so um, I'm feeling, I'm doing this the day before. But when you listen to it, it's going to be later on tonight. Uh, download the app, the Culture Radio app, net, the Culture Radio Network. Download it on Google and iTunes, and tune into Culture Podcast Radio. The station is like one of the first stations. And at eight o'clock every Wednesday, we are live. Also, starting next week, I will be doing Black Men's Mental Health live on the station as well. Um, I may, I, I don't know what day. Uh, you know, the privilege of being the owner of the network is that I can pretty much go on whenever I want on whatever network I want. But I'm going to keep it culture podcast radio because that's what the radio say for podcast. And um, I'm going to let you know the time. So uh, follow me. Go to uh, Instagram. I, I know my Instagram has been weak, but um, go to my Instagram. Follow me. I will keep you posted. I'm going to start doing video. It's going to be really, really great. It's going to be phenomenal. So please uh, follow me. I'm doing all the things that I told you I was going to do. I will be videoing it. I will be TikToking it. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be great. So please follow me. Um, so many things are going on as well. I've been working in the lab with a whole bunch of scents and, and bringing new scents to my product line, making my products le- better, taking it to the next level. I got my T-shirt company that I've started, Culture and uh, Society and Culture Apparel. Uh, the website is coming soon. Um, I just today finished the book, people. Men are meant to be broken. I finished the book today, okay? So, 
I don't know when, but in the next few weeks, look out for it. Men are meant to be broken. This one is meant for you guys. This is is raw truth. It's the raw truth of what it is to be a man. And, and you know, some of y'all may not like it, but you know me. I'm not here to uh, be, I'm not a victim. I don't try to victimize black men. I tell the truth, the reality of what's been done to us, but the reality is what we need to do. And this book is all about accountability of a black man, of men in general, but, you know, black men, because, you know, I'm a black man, I'm reaching out to black men, but men in general, the accountability we have to take, especially black men in our black community. So if you're looking for a book that's going to, uh, you know, give excuses like, oh, black men, you know, we are, that's not this book. If you know my tone, you know that I do not do that on this show. I hold black men 100%, 150% accountable for everything that's going on. I, I recognize what we're going through, but I hold us accountable. And I just like I hold myself accountable, okay? So let's get to what this podcast is about. You probably read Cat Williams. Yes. Now, Cat Williams made uh, headlines a few days ago. By uh, he had a a meeting with uh with uh Sh- Sherm Sherman Shay Shay Club Shay Shay, um, and his um and his interview has blown up on almost thirty million views. It is going so viral. He is pr- pretty much getting on all the other comedians, the cabal as he call it, the 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 good fellas, the. The, the 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 little click as he calls it, uh, you know Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley, Kevin Hart, uh, those comedians that he says has this little cabal togetherness and all this other stuff. Now, it's a great interview. Don't get me wrong; very entertaining. I think Cat Williams is one of the greats when it comes to comedy. Um, I I don't think he is. I think the the I think he is is a person that goes left when everybody wants to go right. Um, he has been through a lot of controversial things, but in general, he is very funny. I love to see him. I know he's coming to Orlando pretty soon, and me and my wife plan on going to see him. Um, so he's a very, very uh, talented, talented guy. Uh, has a range as well. Um, he's been in, oh, I'm dropping things in, in, in the studio. Uh, he has a range that's really, really remarkable as far as comedy and drama. He's been in a lot of different things. Um, so he's a very talented brother. Um, I take nothing away from his talent. I take nothing away from his accomplishments, okay? So I, I want to put that out there first because I don't want people to think I'm here to bash a brother. No, I, I, I see his talent. I recognize his talent. I appreciate his talent. And I think he's one of the most talented brothers out there right now in comedy. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. So with that said, the interview, if you saw it, he went off on a lot of them. He said a lot of things and tried to straighten truths and lies. He said they said about him and things that they did. People are still in jokes and all this stuff he said. Now, I, I didn't, I'm not doing this podcast like other people to choose sides. I'm not here to say Kevin, Kevin Hart is right and he, I mean, you know, uh, Cat Williams is right or wrong. I, I That's not what I think is important, okay? I think what's important is that this idea that the only, well, not this idea, but this uh, uh, ideology within our community is for you to get attention, you have to bash others, particularly other black men or, or women, 
And, you know, I was watching um, this guy, Mr. Let It Go, I believe, uh, some guy that does a podcast uh, video, live video, which I'm going to start doing too as well. But uh, he was talking about how this whole red pill, um, red pill uh, nation, this red pill uh, uh, talk type of podcasting is really popular right now. And what I mean red pill is like, you know how green, red pill, blue pill, one pill's for truth, other isn't. Um, you know, uh, pretty much these podcasts like Fit and Fresh, um, you know, whatever podcast, um, all these other gentlemen that do these red pill where they are supposedly giving reality, telling people the truth, kind of like Kevin Hart and, 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 and Derek Jackson and stuff. They're doing that. I'm giving the real, I'm saying the things that people won't say. Um, and, but their methods are really, really not the best in the world. Uh, what they do is they use um, people that already have problems and issues and exploit them to prove their point. Um, a lot of these shows will have prostitutes on, OnlyFans girls, um, women that don't have education. And I think I've said this before. We talked about this before where they do these things to prove their point rather than have meaningful discussions to prove their point. They purposely create the narrative on their podcast to look like they're great and whoever's there is embarrassed or they're letting them know the red pill idea of they're given the truth. Um, so at the end of the day, this is, this is what is popular right now. So you probably say, how does this relate to Kevin, uh, uh, Cat Williams? He wasn't on a podcast that was, uh, you know, uh, spoiling women and red pills, how does it apply? Well, he was given his truths. He was given a lot of shocker truths, a lot of things setting the truth straight. He was was embarrassing them about their stealing jokes and, and this and that. And, 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 you know, now, I'm in no way against the truth. If that's his truth, that's his truth. But the problem I keep having is in the media is that the only way a black man gets attention, goes viral, or uh, becomes successful is by bashing other black men. At the end of the day, it has it's always about bashing somebody else for you to get attention. Now, Cat Williams is a funny guy. He's touring all the time. Um, now, you know, has he gotten the big breaks like like a Steve Harvey? Like a Kevin Hart? Probably not. And I don't know why. You know, there's rumors around that says drugs and this and that, and he denies it and all that. And, 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 and that's cool. But regardless of the reason, he just is not on the level of those people. You know, he's not making the money nor getting the attention on the corporate level that they're getting. Now, from his perspective, is because he's not, He's not in the clique. He doesn't play by the rules that the Hollywood and all these things. And, and, and that's his truth. But I don't, I still don't like the ideology in Hollywood with black men is that for me to get famous, I have to put, or to get attention, I have to put down somebody else. See, that is the black man's MO. I have to put down somebody else for me to get attention. But when it comes to a black man, putting down or 
being abusive towards a white woman or white man, it's it's a different story. And that's the problem I have. You know, let's let's talk about um uh Jonathan Majors, you know, you know, I, I'm not saying he was innocent as far as his violence and and his interaction with this girl. Obviously, they were very toxic, but from the video evidence that happened, it is clear as day that he was assaulted as well. Even if she was assaulted, they both were toxic towards each other, but he gets the stiff punishment and she gets away with nothing, right? Fairness would have been both of them being convicted of domestic violence, both of them be found guilty and both of them getting some probation, both of them, because they both were toxic towards each other. But He's the only one that gets the attention. They didn't want to press charges towards her, even though, you know, there's evidence she chased him. She was grabbing him. But that's okay though. But, you know, as soon as he does something, he's the big black man. That's a problem. But if he was bashing another black person or a black woman, no, he would go viral and get attention. See, people don't see what's happening. See, Within our own righteousness, we're still playing into what America views us as. Yeah, I may be correct as a black man to to talk about these other black men in their platforms and stuff like that. But I'm not here to bash. See, brothers need to look out for other brothers. There's a section in my book where we have to take accountability for things we do and check each other for when we are wrong. Right. But at the end of the day. Checking somebody from when they wrong is not going on a public platform and embarrassing them and shouting out and trying to demonize them in, in front of everybody in the world. See, that's the problem with our culture, that we don't we hold each other accountable, but we don't do it because we really want to help. We do it because it helps ourselves. So we use social media platform to do it, justifying, oh, I'm just helping. Now, don't get me wrong. You may say, well, Cass, you know, you have sat there and spoke, spoken against these these black men. So why is it that you don't uh, reach out? Well, for one, I'm not famous enough to reach out to like Cat Williams or Kevin Hart and have a sit down discussion. So at the end of the day, I'm not in that position to do it. So only way I can do is through my podcast. I can't, you know what I'm saying? To And I do it not to bash them, but to teach our black men lessons that I see from them, you know? Um, I have never sat here and said I hated anybody or anybody go to hell or I wish bad on anybody. I always look at these as lessons learned for myself that I could convey to others out there because it is really bad that we keep doing this. And this is the MOIC bash a black person, get go viral. This is every, this is the MO that has been used. This is not, these are powerful comedians, comedians that we look up to. They have followings and, and them fighting amongst each other, arguing, going back and forth. It's just not a good look. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for healthy competition. I'm all for call. I'm all for all of that stuff, but I'm not for trying to embarrass trying to 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 do it on purpose you know because what people understand is just because you're just for what you say you still have to be held accountable for how you say it is is 
Cat Williams justify you know justifiable for saying what he's saying is what he's saying true and i'll go with the narrative maybe it's 100 true but see the thing is truth doesn't give you the allowance to still uh bash and degrade the culture just because you're right doesn't give you the right to do people wrong now do i feel that this is going to hurt uh steve harvey or or Kevin Hart's money and how they feed people. Not at all. Um, people are probably going to be more interested in these comedians to see if they say something back and things like that. So I don't feel in any way that this is going to hurt them. But I do feel that this is not a good look as our, for our culture when looking on the outside in. And we need to understand that united is where our power is. We can check each other. We can talk to each other. And these people have are in proximity to each other to sit down and have a conversation. So I don't want people to, to feel like I'm, I, I don't feel that accountability is not something that we should do as black men. No, I think we need to hold ourselves more accountable because we are black men and because there's a target on our back all the time. And we need to look out for each other to make sure that nobody is aiming at that target. You know, we need to make sure that that target is moving and we understand that we're a target so we'll help each other out your brother this is coming this is going on brother check this out but see we have this all for myself mentality right now and cat williams if you really believe that cat williams truly did this because he is trying to shut the set the record straight and he really you know i want to believe that's the truth i want to believe that that is his um his his reasoning but it's hard when you purposely pick a huge platform to say these things. For example, Cedric Entertainer said a lot of times, he said, you know, something, all right, you got to go back. Cedric Entertainer in his interview with, on, the, on Club Shay Shay said, I've seen Cat Williams so many times. And if there was a problem, he should have told me. He's like, we've been in this. I've seen him so many times. So if there's a problem, tell me. Then on the show, Cat Williams says, if I see him, I would, I would, I would knock his tummy out or something like that. I don't know, something real crazy. And that's the problem. See, that's the problem right there. Because these comedians and celebrities cross each other all the time. If you really had a problem, such a problem, such a problem with these people, go up and talk to them. Don't talk mess. And then you've seen them so many times over the years, you say nothing, but then you decide to get on a social platform and say something. Now, see, I'm going to look at that stuff and analyze it because to me, that shows motivation to why he's doing this. Because a real man, and not, I'm not saying Cat Williams is not a real man, but what I'm saying, a real man, has if he has a true problem with somebody, when I see you, we're going to have a conversation. It's not necessary me beefing. Or it's just a, I'm, we're gonna have a conversation. Because if you think somebody's doing something to you, you talk to them. You as a man, like, hey, brother, let me talk to you. There's some things we got we gotta hash out. But you don't see somebody all the time. Don't say nothing. Then go on a public platform and complain about it. And then say when I see them is a problem. 
Because if it's that big of a problem, you should have handled it when you saw them. You don't first go on public uh, public media and say it and then no. Nobody should even know about your problems. But see, people do it for clout. People do it for attention. Now, like I said, whether Kevin, whether Cat Williams' uh, views are 100% true, it's never relevant because if you choose to put on that platform and you choose to out it that way, then at the end of the day, you really don't want to hash it out. You really don't care. You're doing it for clout. Now, I get it as an entertainer, you got to be relevant. You got to keep your name in, in the news. And I get it. But I'm tired of black men using other black men to come up. I'm tired of black men arguing with other black men and not being able to sit down and talk it out. I'm tired of that. And I see this all the time. Like, I get the competition thing. I get you want to be the best. I get it. I completely get it. But you don't have to sit down and purposely try to oust your brothers just so you can get ahead more. If you don't care so much, then why say anything? Because at the end of the day, he had nothing else to really talk about. Yeah, Cat Williams is touring. Yes, he is. And like I said, me and my wife want to go see him. Funny guy. But other than that, what is he really doing? to talk about. He could talk about the path. He could talk about things, you know, a lot of things. But really, right now, is he relevant on the commercial side? No. So instead of talking about positivity, he talks about negativity and other art and other things to get go viral because there's nothing for him to talk about. Now, don't get me wrong. One part of me was entertained. I'm not going to lie. I was entertained. It was funny. It was great. But still, the other part still was like sad. You know, like when Kevin Hart, when Cedric Entertainer, Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley, they went on shows. They have so much going on with their career that they could talk about things and not be negative. They could talk about, then they could also talk about past situations that were funny and, and, and working with different people and all that. And, 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 and a peripheral of a career for them, you know, and what's relevant now, what they're promoting, stuff like that. Cat could have possibly done the same thing. He's been in countless movies. He has, uh, he's on tour currently. He could have chosen that platform to speak about himself and really lend into the legend that he truly is. But he chose violence, as they say. He chose to bash everybody he didn't like. He chose to take that road of, I hate everybody. Now, if it was just a little bit of the interview, okay, cool. You know, you're going to talk about some stuff. Like, you know, if Shannon asks the question, like, hey, what's your relationship with other things? All right, cool, you heal. But he didn't ask. He actually just let Cat talk. He didn't even say nothing. He was just, it, it wasn't even interviewing. He was just letting Cat talk. So Kat had that agenda to go on there and I'm going to shout out and blast all of these people, right? He claims it's because things they said, right? Uh, I know Ricky Smiley, he said that. Ricky said that that part of the pit was his first, but then, you know, and the, the thing was, was cool because I Ricky Smiley really showed him love. He said, yeah, I went and auditioned for that part. 
I thought we I had it, but then when I came back, they said we, they want me to play the Christmas guy, and he was like, and he was like, obviously, cat it did it, and he was phenomenal at it. He was like, he's phenomenal, and he could have played that part better than him. He said that yo, at the end of the day, you know that part was big for him, and it was the perfect part for 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 cat, and the the Santa Claus was better for him. He was like, so it was, it was, it was, it was, he was like, it worked out great. He was like, there's no problem with it. It was a legendary scene. And yeah, he agreed that it was a better choice. It was a better choice for Kat to do it. You know, Kat gets mad talking about, oh, he said, you try to be on the level with the great, you know. Why did you see that as a threat? You know, people go for parts all the time. And who knows? The directors may have told him, yo, you, you you got it. You good. We like you. And he read for it. He also admitted that Kat wrote a lot of it and they upped the part more. So he gave him his 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 kudos for that. But Kat went on to try to say that Ricky's looking for clout because he said that, oh, I, I mean, people audition for things first and thought they had it and then they switch up. I think that uh, Chris Helms went for another part in, a, in, in the Marvel Universe and thought he was going to play that. But then they gave him the part of Thor. So, you know, I don't think, you know, the other person that got the part. But, oh, well, you know, did they know I was always. No, it was like, hey, you know, we go in for one thing. And then they say, well, we, we think you're going to be better in this part. Or you got the part, but you then after somebody else coming, man, you know what? We're going to switch you this part. But, you know, that's just Hollywood. I mean, I'm not even Hollywood right now. And I know that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? You go on for one part, you audition. They may have told your manager, like, yeah, we want to work with him. He got the part. You're like, great, no problem. Then you go back. They're like, man, we want you to read for something else because we think this part is better. Okay, cool, no problem. I mean, that's not an insult to Kat. I mean, that's actually showing that Cat is great, that they already had somebody else in mind that they thought, and he comes in and kills the part. And they're like, yeah, great. Phenomenal. And why are we bragging about playing a pimp? Like, it was funny. Trust it was funny. Hilarious as hell. Don't get me wrong. But we're bragging about, oh, I didn't get the pimp part. Oh, I didn't get the pimp part. Oh, he got the pimp. Like, we're really arguing here, black men, about the pimp part. Like, think about it. We're arguing about who got the big pimp part. Cat is arguing about, no, that pimp part was always for me. <laughs> think about it. We ain't talking about the lead scene. We ain't talking about Mike Epps' role. We're talking about the pimp named Slickback. Now, don't be wrong. Legendary part, great part, great part. Don't get me wrong. Phenomenal. But the content of it, we're arguing about it was my pimp part. <laughs> I mean, come on now. You're, you're supposed to be surpassed that. Why, why do you care about who's fighting about something? And that was a breakout for you. Think about like, yeah, they gave it to Ricky Smile at first. He thought, but I came in and I killed it and they gave it to me. That just shows your greatness more. But you're trying to discredit something that can make you seem even greater. That they already... Gave him the scene, but you came in and killed it so well that they said, nah, man, we ain't giving it to Ricky. We give it to you, cat. And then you was able to grow the scene and have it even be more. Like, 
What's the issue? See, that's when people are making problems during there are no problems. Now, we can sit here and talk about all the other stuff he said about Bernie Mac and Steve Harvey trying to still date and all that. But you know what? That's third party. That's what people hear. Until you hear from the people themselves, that's all enough. But all I'm saying is that we need to stop being black men that use other black men for clout. And we can't hide behind the truth. See, and that's what people tend to do is hide behind the truth on their actions. Like, yeah, I am justified for doing it this way because I have the truth behind me. But the truth doesn't make you right. And what I mean by that is, you know, it, you know, let's say somebody smacks you and then you whip out a gun and kill them. The truth is they assaulted you first. But at the end of the day, you ain't need to kill them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you was justified in, in, in defending yourself, but you didn't have to kill him. Yeah, he was whipping your ass, yes, and you was defending yourself, but you didn't have to kill him. See, that's the problem we have. Like, we use truth to do bullshit. Cat may be 100% truth about everything he say. But the way he did it and the reasoning why, you know, you can't justify that with truth. If you really felt wrong by them, at least at first try to talk to them. Then, if they ain't fucking with you, she, I, I, I went to them as a man. I talked to them. They're still doing the bullshit. Then at that point, you know what? I can't say nothing because you did what a man's supposed to do. I went to them. I talked to them individually about it. I talked to them. And they still doing the bullshit, whatever it is. Then at that point, however you move forward, that's on you. Because you attempted to move as a man should. But what conversations have Kat had with anybody? So, but like I said, every man has a right to their truth. I just don't like purposely bashing. And I believe that there's an agenda behind that. Not a, I'm really been wronged. So I'm, I, there's an agenda behind it because you pick a platform. And that's what I don't like about what we're doing in our culture. Black men, we need to stop using each other to climb the ladder. We need to stop being crabs in the bucket, all right? Because that's what it is. It's crabs in the bucket. And everybody is, you know, if you don't know the term crabs in a bucket, crabs in a bucket is, is the term of if you put a whole bunch of crabs in a bucket, they're all going to be crawling each, uh, crawling on each other, push each other down for them to get up. They're, they're not going to be helping each other out. They're going to be pushing each other down for them to get up. So they call it crabs in a bucket. And that's what people do, especially black men in this country. We push each other down for us to come up. We're crabs in a bucket. I refuse to be a crab in a bucket. I look at the bucket and I just say, damn. Because I can see we go all y'all. Y'all can all help each other out and get out the bucket. But no, we'd rather stay in the bucket, fight, and, and use each other to get out of the bucket than working together. And that's the problem I have with black men in entertainment that use each other to get out the bucket. All right, people, I appreciate y'all for listening to me. Um, like I said, next week, baby, <laughs> we going live on the network, baby. I'm going to let you know the time and the date, so stay tuned for that. But we going live, okay? It's going to be crazy. We're going to go live, and, and, and I'm doing TikTok. I'm doing Instagram clips. 
I'm doing uh, correspondence. I'm doing it all. I, man, I told you this was going to come. And, you know, I'm sitting right now, you know, if you know, you follow me. I used to have the big studio with the podcast room and the recording room and my offices and a couple offices and a video room downtown Orlando. And I let that go because at the end of the day, like I said before, services came from necessity to a luxury. And I had this big old building where people were just doing podcasts at home and sending it sending to me, recording at home and sending it to me, doing all this stuff and sending it to me. And I had a building for about a year. And I mean, we did things, but it just didn't make sense. So got rid of it, said, all right, cool. Lease was up. I said, thank you. We were rocking it for four years. It was a great four years. But I would say like the last six months, the building was empty. So it was like, hey, it's just a waste of money. Um, but I built a studio in my house. I have I, our guest room. I converted it to my own podcast video room, which is great. It looks just like the room at my studio of because you know, I sell all the equipment and stuff. So I just came here. So it looks just like um, it's smaller, but it looks just like the room in my office, my podcast room. And um, I love it even better, to be honest, um, because after this, I get to go to my movie room or go to my my room or go to my patio, smoke a cigar, relax. But I could come in here and do all my video, my editing, my podcasting is great. So this is where I'm at right now. I'm doing my podcast from my studio at my house which I'm blessed to do. I still have everything here, the mics and, and the computers and the, the, the cameras, and it's phenomenal. So um, this is where I'm doing my stuff now. Will we get another office? Yeah, but I'm not going to get an office that's going to be doing podcasting and stuff because we're focused on the network now and creating content and stuff like that. So, you know, in business, you got to move on from one thing to the other. I'm not doing a facility anymore. It was great. Don't get me right. A lot of great experiences, met a lot of great people, worked with a lot of great people. But now to the next level. And for now, we're get an office, but it's going to be like mainly business office meetings and stuff like that. But as podcasting and stuff. I love my room that I have where I created my own content creation space. And it's great. I got the Leon LED lights and all this great stuff. So I am blessed and 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 thank God I was able to do it. I have a house big enough to do it. So just letting you know where I'm recording my podcast now. Um, I'm working on the, the but you know, we, we're dropping like February 14th. We're going to have a huge sale of products. So uh, check it out. Cultured dot skin cultured dot skin all right we will have in the next few weeks new products up and valentine's day we have a big sale i'm working on my shirt line my clothing line but starting with the shirts i finished my book i finished my book men are meant to be broken Today, I finished it. I took a few hours out of my day-to-day to sit down, go through it. It is a great book. And like I said, guys, if you're looking for a book to, to, to play the victim with, this is not the book for it. I'm keeping it real. I'm, I'm, I'm saying facts. I'm saying what's real, what our reality is, but I'm holding us accountable and saying this is what we need to do. So if you're going to get this book, be prepared to be told things. You know what I'm saying? I, I go after corporate America, simp, black women, and us. So, you know, this book, I think, is 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 needed. I think we need to start taking accountability, stop blaming and pointing fingers, and we need to be men and step up and 
fix shit. That's what we need to do because that's what men do. We fix it. We don't we don't sit there and and maintain on it. We fix it. We don't sit there and cry about the problem. You know, we fix it, and we need to get back to that. So as soon as I started to be a fixer of my life, my life changed. So anyway. The book is coming out soon. I'll keep you posted on that. Download the app, the Culture Radio Network dot the culture the culture radio dot com. Download the app on Google and iTunes. All right, people. Um, also, divorce and add an option every Wednesday at eight o'clock on the Culture Radio Network on Culture Podcast Radio. Also, our other podcast, me and my wife has couple of critics. Man, I love this one right here. We ain't going live with it, but it's going to be us uh, critiquing everything from movies to shows to products to 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 restaurants to to events. Oh, it's going to be crazy, crazy! I love it, and uh, yeah, so check that out to you. But you go to castandbell.com and you can see everything. Also, you want to stay following me and everything I do. Go to castandnoblewilliams.com. Calm, and you could do that. Also, if you just want to know everything, I mean everything, all my businesses, go to societyentertainment.com and every business I have, which is pretty a lot of businesses that I do, is on my main page. Society Entertainment is my main company that everything is the, is the umbrella for everything. So go to societyentertainment.com and check it out. Okay.